Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, January 22nd. It's Mailbox Monday. And today I'm going to answer a question from a listener. Her name is Rita. So, Rita, this is for you. We're going to be talking about the power of speaking our prayers. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So you know this is one of my favorite days at the podcast. Uh, Tomorrow, actually not tomorrow, Wednesday, I'm going to be digging in a little bit more uh, to the Bible study that we've been doing at Mom Strong International. And we are over 4,000 strong over there now. If you have not yet uh, checked out momstronginternational.com, I want to just encourage you to do that. We are diving into the Word uh, this year. And really, this podcast is an extension of that. So this is my uh, my chance to sort of uh, speak into your life three days a week. And I'm doing it really with one goal in mind, which is to encourage you and strengthen you in your walk with the Lord so that you can stand strong for him in the culture, so that you can be victorious in your personal life, so that you can shepherd children that are going to follow the Lord and hear his voice. You really are shepherding uh, a generation that's coming along behind you. And speaking of coming along behind you, I am uh, really excited to be coming uh, very quickly now to, it's getting closer to uh, the MomStrong Conference in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, We are getting close to selling that event out. If you haven't purchased tickets yet, if you're even thinking about coming, can I just uh, encourage you? I would love to meet you in person and uh, hug you and pray over you. God is going to do an amazing thing at the MomStrong Conference, February twenty, uh, February 2nd and 3rd, rather, in Dayton, Ohio. Also, uh, I'm going to be at the Mid-Valley Homeschool Conference in Lebanon, Oregon. So if y'all are in my neck of the woods, I'll be there February 10th, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then I'll have the MomStrong Conference the 16th and 17th of February in Lakeland, Florida. Shout out, Lakeland. I'm coming your way. And then right after that, the next weekend, I'll be at Adventure Christian Church Women's Retreat in McMinnville, Oregon. If you are interested in those events, you can find out more information about them by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. So I would love to see you. Someone asked me last week if I'm going to be at Teach Them Diligently, and the answer is yes. I will be at every single Teach Them Diligently this year. You can find that at TeachThemDiligently.com. All right. You know I love Mailbox Monday, and today is no exception. This is a a topic that's passionate uh, to me. And uh, it came from a a listener. Her name is Rita. And she said, hi, Heidi. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you for listening, Rita. I appreciate that. Uh, She said, please explain about the power of the spoken word. I don't really like to speak my prayers, even when there's no one around. Is this something I need to overcome? Does it really matter? Because God knows my every thought, right? Well, the answer is yes, he does know your your every thought. The Bible says that God is omniscient, meaning he knows everything. He knows it before it happens. But the Bible also teaches us that there is incredible power in our words, in our spoken words. In Romans 10, 17, the Bible says, faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. So that's from uh, the New American Standard, by the way. But the point is your faith will be built by hearing your own voice speak the words of Christ and nothing will drive you to your knees like motherhood. So if y'all aren't praying over your kids, if it hasn't driven you to your knees yet, um, 
you're doing it wrong <laughs> because it should drive you to your knees. And I just uh, I just finished the main manuscript. I'm working on the edits now for a brand new book that's coming out uh, later this fall from Tyndale on, um, it's kind of, well, kind of an extension of Becoming Mom Strong and more, more heading toward the power of prayer and why it's so important to learn to pray scripture over every aspect of your life. And so this is something that I actually deal with quite a bit in the new book. And I want to just encourage you to pray like Daniel did, to pray like Esther did. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, that Daniel gave thanks three times a day. Three times a day, the Bible says, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to God just as he had done before. And we want to be, as parents, in the habit of coming to the Lord every day in prayer. And like I said before, uh, if prayer isn't a part of your daily life, then you're missing out on an incredible blessing. There's a blessing in just coming before the Lord. I was talking with my kids the other day about uh, happiness and the difference between happiness and blessing. And blessing is found in obedience. And we want to be obedient to the Lord in every area of our life. Remember, we've talked about the small things, you know, what we're watching on Netflix, moment of silence, the things that we say to our children uh, when we're out of earshot from anybody else. God sees all of that, and he wants us to walk in right relationship with him. And I think that mothers uh, mothers know the kind of love that uh, that pushes our boundaries and stretches uh, our faith, you know, really tight, right? Uh, and certainly my faith has been stretched in the last couple of years with the opening of the Homeschool Resource Center here in uh, in Vancouver. Speaking of the Homeschool Resource Center, for goodness sake, if you guys are in this neck of the woods, we're having an information night tonight. So I'll be there I'll be there tonight, but uh, we want to we want to learn to start um, giving this kind of love to our children and applying it to our our own lives. And prayer is an engagement with the Almighty. It's an engagement with the God that created us. It's the one who understands the up all night of newborns and the unexpected trips to the emergency room and uh, the agony of praying for the return. Of a, of a wandering of a prodigal child. Uh, prayer is where we find comfort. It's where we pour our hearts out uh, before the one who made us. And it's where we remember how big God is and how small we are. And when we have this audience with the creator, it's a chance to hear from him. And he knows our hurts. He knows our unspoken sorrows. So Rita, you're absolutely right. He does know your thoughts. And God holds the power of life and death in his hand. And he has invited us to come into his presence. And when we do that, what we're really doing is laying ourselves at his feet. And we're saying to him, I hope I can't do this without you. So last Friday on the podcast, Edie and I were talking a little bit about um, pride and kind of what pride does. Pride keeps us from so many good things in our lives, right? It keeps us from saying that we're, we're sorry you know, my husband and I have uh, been watching The Crown, the season of The Crown together. He loves me, so he's watching with me. <laughs> I will say, skip episode seven. I was warned about that in season two. Uh, I don't even know why they put it in there. But the last episode of The Crown in season two really shows what happens when we don't communicate. Right? What what kinds of things can come in between uh, a husband and a wife when we don't just say, hey, that that wounded me or... I miss you, or um, I need to spend time with you, or this I've heard this thing. Is it true? You know, we don't communicate, and when we don't communicate with our spouse, it causes 
huge problems. And you can kind of see at the at the end of this episode of The Crown where uh, the queen and her husband um, finally break through this barrier. And I told my husband, wow, that was a good, I mean, I don't know if that happened or not, right? Hollywood, who knows? But it still was a really good illustration of the importance of communication. And we want to communicate. Um, it's even more important that we communicate with the Lord. And I have never found a more powerful way to approach the Father than uh, than through uh, praying scripture. And it's important that we speak our words out loud. And I don't, I don't think there's anything, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, you're sinning if you're not uh, speaking out loud in your prayer life. I would never go so far as to say that. But I think it's important for you to know that there is a blessing in just speaking out loud. Um, we, you know, speak with our mouths. We're going to learn uh, to speak. And I don't mean, you know, mumbling. I have learned, I did this at the hospital with Bobby. I watched my sister Hope, actually, when when we first were called to the hospital and they said, his neck is broken, his brain is damaged beyond repair. I saw my sister Hope literally crying out to God, out loud in, in the whole emergency room. She didn't care who heard her. She was like, God, you know, we need you. We need you. And I thought, boy, it was it was powerful. And so I'm always telling women, if you ever get a chance to do so, um, pray out loud. And and how loud you get, um, that's not the point. All you need to have is your own ears to hear it. And I think part of the reason I've been, I pray out loud, I like to go in my closet and pray, is A, I don't get to so distracted. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are like me, but when I try to pray just quietly to myself, uh, I start thinking about the laundry. I'm not I'm not even kidding. I start thinking about all the things I have to do. I tend to get distracted. When I'm praying out loud, just like when I'm talking out loud or teaching out loud, it's very hard to get distracted. I mean, something pretty big has to happen. So I think that that's part of it. But the Word of God contains a lot of promises, and I think reading, proclaiming, declaring them, meditating on them, um, it increases our faith. And since we know that faith comes through hearing the Word, we can actually pray God's word in his in the Bible right back to God. And he's faithful to his word. His promises are powerful. Uh, they're consistent. And it's important, I think, to learn. Let your kids hear you praying. Uh, let them see you on your knees. Let them hear you uh, talking out loud, speaking uh, God's word out loud. It's a powerful, powerful way to communicate with the Lord. And I am telling you what, I love uh, praying scripture and like I said before, I have never found a more powerful way to approach the Father than through praying scripture and through praying it out loud. And this is part of the new book, and I, I will be talking about it even more as we uh, move uh, closer to the release of, of that book. But I'm sort of knee-deep in the editing process right now, and so my thoughts are on this a lot. And I just want to remind you that scripture will never fail you. And I, I can't say this uh, more strongly. When you can't find the words— the living word can. In other words, where your words fail, God's word never will. And Jesus was passionate about the word of God. He knew how powerful it was uh, for the purposes of intercession. And in fact, uh, the Bible records that the devil had to leave because of the power of the spoken word of God. So praying scripture uh, out loud, you know, you can do it quietly if you want to, but I'm just going to encourage you, uh, pray out loud. Uh, praying scripture means that you take one of the best weapons of spiritual warfare, which is prayer, and you use it at twice its strength by wielding the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So it's kind of like a one-two knockout punch against the enemy. And when you're doing that, remember, God's word brings life. And so as we learn to pray like Daniel, Esther, or David, 
we find we are on the receiving end of a spiritual breakthrough. And just like those three warriors of old discovered, breakthroughs don't happen in the shallows. I'm going to say that again for myself. (laughs) Breakthroughs don't happen in the shallows. They happen in the deep. And some of you are walking through some pretty deep water and some of you aren't. And can I just encourage those of you, I'm going to just speak really directly to those of you who are in a season right now where everything is going great. Your husband's got a great job. Nobody's sick. No one's in the hospital. Uh, Your homeschooling is going great. Your marriage is going great. This is the time to go on the offensive. This is the time to strengthen your walk with the Lord so that when the deep water comes, and it will, and it does, not trying to bum anybody out. This is life, right? Um, you will have fortified your uh, your relationship with the Lord. You'll know him better. You'll experience the power of uh, obedience in your own life. And when we pray and we pray out loud, uh, we invite the blessing of God. That doesn't mean that you don't, you know, when you don't pray out loud, it doesn't invite the blessing. No, it doesn't. I'm just saying there's something powerful about it. And sometimes I think our challenges are so overwhelming that we we don't know the right words to say, let God's word speak for you. Um, What brings you to the end of yourself? What has made your heart so aware of its need that you literally ran to God and fell at his feet? Um, Like I said, I immediately think of, of Bobby in the hospital. And I immediately, I can think of several things in my own life that my husband and I have gone through that have literally just knock the the air out of you, knock the wind out of you, and you fall at your feet. And as I uh, survey the spiritual battlefield of my own life, um, I realize that my prayer life has often been reactive rather than proactive. And so it, it, kind of in the first part of, of the new book that I'm working on, um, I note that this sort of seems to be a hallmark of the modern day church. Right. For example, it you know, it's easy for me to wake up in the morning and hit the snooze button on my phone, drift back to sleep, unless I feel a sense of urgency to come before the Lord. And I get serious about my prayer life when someone I love who's been in a car accident or when I'm dealing with a serious uh, illness or a financial uh, crisis or, for goodness sake, you know, an election that's happening or we're praying over uh, the leaders of our nation. We tend to be reactionary in our prayer life. And I want to just encourage you to be proactive in your prayer life. And so um, when you recognize your need for the Lord and you consistently seek his comfort and his healing and his presence and his power, uh, something amazing begins to happen. It's like uh, what I've been saying all these years on the podcast. There is power, men and women, in the word of God. There's power in prayer. God hears your prayers and nothing is too small to bring to him. Nothing is too small to uh, to stop what you're doing and say, Lord, help me. There's a great example. We were at uh, the resource center the other day. and We have a couple of uh, fun little creatures over there. My daughter has a bearded dragon that lives now at the Homeschool Resource Center <laughs> so that uh, we can learn about him and, and kind of share uh, him with the, the students that come there. And they took that little a bearded dragon out to the uh, the biggest room in the resource center and lost him. <laughs> and can I just say, um, I don't like that. <laughs> Not really a reptile person. And so when they came to me and said, Mom, Elliot's gone, I was like, how could he be gone? You're supposed to keep him, you know, near his near his uh, terrarium. He, he can't be gone. Well, he was gone and they were looking for him. And this is a lot of square feet to lose a little bearded dragon. He's just a baby. And um, 
a friend of ours came out into the into the warehouse and watched the kids and they were looking for him and of course they're getting worried and he said, Did you guys what's the first thing that we do when we're struggling? What's the first thing that you should do? So you've lost your bitter dragon, right? And they looked at him, yes. What's the first thing that you should do? And my seven year old sheepishly said, Pray. <laughs> and he said, That's right, we should pray. And so the kids stopped and and they prayed, Lord, please help us find Elliot. You know, this is a really big, a really big place. We have no idea where he is. Please help us. We know you can do it. And they prayed with such faith. And as soon as they said, in Jesus' name, amen, uh, if that little bearded dragon, Elliot, didn't come out from under where he was hiding, walk right up to their feet. And the look on my kid's face was priceless because they knew that God answered their prayer. These It's faith building. And so... I just want to encourage you uh, to pray whenever you can, um, pray out loud, and um, and don't be ashamed, don't be embarrassed, and say, Lord, help me. And I want to just encourage you also toward praying the scripture. Listen, the mystery of praying scripture really isn't as mysterious as some people make it sound. It's simply uh, simply tell God what he says in his word. I, I believe that God loves it when we agree with his word in prayer. It's uniting with God in the most profound and yet the simplest way. And praying scripture will not only be life-changing for you, it'll be life-changing for your children. And so I just want to encourage you, pray out loud, pray God's word, pray it over your family, uh, pray it over your children. In fact, uh, let's go ahead and I will end this podcast. I think we've got about a minute left. I will end this podcast today just by praying scripture um, out loud right now. So let's let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we long for a deeper walk with you. And Lord, I pray that you would teach us to pray like Jesus did. He didn't go to you last. He he sought you first. Um, Jesus got alone with you, Lord. But sometimes, especially when we feel like we're surrounded by people and responsibility and pressure, it's the pressure that often keeps us from stopping what we're doing and favoring your presence over our pride. And Lord, I confess it's pride that keeps me from making prayer a priority. And I confess it's a sin, Father, and I ask that you would forgive me for thinking that I can do life apart from your wisdom and power. Lord, we long to know you like David did. And David asked, when can I go and meet with God? Lord, he eagerly set time aside to sit in your presence. And Father, as the deer pants for streams of water, I pray that our souls would pant for you. Father, we pray that our souls would thirst for you, the living God, in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Lord, I pray that you would draw us close to you. Help us to recognize the power of prayer so that we can be a force for the kingdom in this world. Lord, would you impress upon our spirit to come to you like Daniel did. Three times a day, Daniel got down on his knees and prayed and gave thanks to you. Lord, when I am surrounded by hardship and difficulty, I pray that I would be like Esther. She prayed from her weakness, recognizing her need from you. Twice she noted that she was alone and had no help but you. And God, I have no help but you. You are my refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. God, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done marvelous things planned long ago. I trust you in times of struggle and success. Father, I pray that you would make us so sensitive to your spirit that our flesh would long for you. 
And we ask that our children, Lord, would be drawn to you. Help them develop their own prayer life and let it start with our example. We love you, Father, and we're yours. Thank you for listening. Thank you that we can come to you and make our requests known to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I will link back to uh, those verses that I that I prayed out loud today. And I hope that you are encouraged by what God is doing in your life. There is power in the word of God. There's power in the scripture writing that I've been doing with you guys for a couple of years. Please come on over to momstronginternational.com and see what we're doing over there. I hope you guys will subscribe. I Actually, I hope that you'll become an annual subscriber. Uh, to what we're doing over there. Because if you want to take that scripture writing that I've been doing with you for several years to a deeper level, then MomStrong International is for you. And I know that God is going to work in His, uh, in His, through his word in your life powerfully as you take the time to come before the Lord every day in prayer. So Rita, I hope this was an encouragement to you today. I hope you guys are encouraged in your walk with the Lord, loving your children and loving your family. Uh, the best way to do it is to know what God says about loving your children and loving your family. He has a lot to say, and he wants to encourage you through his word. So I hope you guys are encouraged today. I hope we'll come back again on Wednesday. I'm going to be going uh, through a tiny bit of the MomStrong International Bible study, just taking a little portion of it like I do every Wednesday and kind of encouraging you to a place of strength as you walk with God. So let's become MomStrong together and let's let it start with the power of the spoken word of God in prayer. All right. Love you women. I'm looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of you in Dayton in just a couple weeks. Like I said, if you've got, if you want more information on where I'll be speaking, please check it out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. All right. Take care, everybody. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.